welcome to Restoration from Within. I'm so happy to see you this evening or wherever you're from um, this afternoon or wherever it is that you, whatever schedule that you're in or time space that you're in, welcome. How are you? I'm super excited that you're here. My name is Kat Ponce. I am the Restoration Coach at Restoration from Within and I work with kingdom-minded women who want to go back to an overall healthy place. I do that via biblical principles, accountability, education, and health conscious products and services. And one of the ways that I serve my community is through Temple Talk Live, where we have real talk conversations about you know, this restoration journey, our health journeys. And we also have special guests come in and sometimes we just have real talk. So I'm super excited to have one of my sisters. I love her to life. And that's Reverend, uh, soon to be Dr. Edwina, Heron. She is an amazing woman of God. She ministers the word of God. Um, she's an author, an award-winning author, a bestseller author of her first book. She um, co-authored it, Fear to Freedom, and the founder of Divine and God Ministries. When I tell you today, hashtag chicas, whoever's watching us or catching the replay, hashtag there is a word, there is a word, and she carries the um, the mantle, a uh, prophetic mantle over her. So whatever, I mean, I know that she has laid upon the Lord and she has heard from the Lord. So whatever she is speaking, she is speaking directly from the man up above. And she also has a, uh, a book out as well. And forgive me, sis, um, for, um, oh yes. And it's, um, based on, and it's also a great book and it's called, uh, when CEOs pray your 12th month devotional. And she also hosts her podcast, which is called hashtag there is a word. And not only that, but she has a mantle of uh, intercessory as well. So she is a powerful prayer warrior. When I tell you that um, I have been shield to shield and shoulder to shoulder with her, and I know that she has covered me in a lot important portions of my life journey. So I'm super grateful to even have to share you with her. So without further ado, chicas, let me introduce you to my girl, Reverend Edwina Perrin. Hey, how you doing, sis? Hey, how are you doing? Hey, Restoration Within family, how are y'all doing? I'm so excited to be on this platform tonight. I'm so excited to be here with my sister, Cat Pons, the Cat Pons. Bless you, bless your <laughs> ministry. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, God bless you too. And also, hey, my chicas, Divine and God chicas for joining us today. So today it's just gonna be yet another powerful experience. My restoration chicas are gonna get to experience it for the first time. So I'm super excited to um, be here with you. So I'm just gonna move out the way so this work can come on forth. I am not trying to quench the Holy Spirit. So get ready, get your notepads, get your um, note takers ready and listen to what God has to say. You got it, sis. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I just love you all. Listen, if you could just use the hashtag, there is a word. Hashtag get ready. There is a word tonight. Um, we're gonna, I'm gonna give a word, but I'm also gonna pray. I'm just so excited for this moment. I'm so excited to uh, be on Cat's platform. I'm so excited that I can share. Um, and, and just help. As we know, the month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month. 
So I'm excited about this. Um, we're gonna share some, I'm gonna share some things and, and I want you to get your journals. I want you to get your, um, your, your ink pens, you know, get all that stuff, get ready. Uh, I want you to write some scriptures down that I'm gonna share with you. Um, you know how technology, like the, the, the technology, the scriptures are trying to not show up. But anyway, um, as you're getting that, you know, this is live. So we, we appreciate live. Um, so just getting that, getting there and, and making ourselves healthy. And, and to when we are healthy, we're, we're so much better servants. When we are healthy, we're so much better serving God, serving our families serving ourselves serving our community when we're healthy so again i am the revenue doing a pairing for those that are coming on i um have a podcast hashtag there's a word you can find me on all social uh media platforms with that spotify apple Podcasts, uh google Podcasts, and all that and i'm sure we'll talk about that um later on you can also follow me on divining god ministries uh, Facebook page. I'm on Instagram. You can follow my website. And uh, my sister is putting up my website and my email address. But I'm on all social media platforms. I have go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, I host Tuesday Talks um, every Tuesday. So I just kind of want to get all that out the way. So if the Holy Spirit take over, we won't be doing that. But I host a Tuesday Talks every Tuesday on Dividing God Ministries Facebook page. Please follow me. Click the page, like it. Um, again, you can go to my YouTube, Divine and God Ministries. Go to my YouTube channel, and you can catch all my videos um, that I've held the Tuesday talk. So now that I got all that out the way, because this is a very sub, um, this is a subject that's near and dear to my heart. But before we get into it, let's start out with prayer. Most gracious God, we come before you right now, Lord God. God, thank you for another day. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for being just our all in all. Thank you for being our everything. Thank you, God, for you have done so much for us that we just can't give you enough things. So, Lord, we thank you for this day. God, I bless my sister and restoration within. I bless her platform, God. God, I bless her right now in the name of Jesus. I bless her followers. God, I bless Dividing God Ministries right now in the name of Jesus, God. God, I bless all my followers. We thank you. We thank you for the ministry you have given us, God. God, this is your ministry. We thank you that you allow a broken vessel like me to operate in ministry. So, Lord God, we thank you right now. Now, God, as we enter into this prayer as we enter into this study god i ask that you have your way decrease edwina god and pour into me what you have to say so lord i thank you and it's in jesus name we pray amen 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 okay as i say um mental health awareness month is this month and oftentimes um we we um take for granted this month we look over it um we'll celebrate cinco de mayo um we'll celebrate um uh, memorial day and, and hype all that but we don't give the mental health day it's true recognition and conversation that it deserves so i'm going to talk about me so in 2017 um 
June 6, 2017, I lost my mom. My mom passed. It was kind of abruptly. Um, she was in the hospital. We thought she was going to come home, but she didn't come home. She never made it back to home. She went in hospital the Thursday before Mother's Day um, of that year. It was May 11th, May 11th of 2017. That was a Thursday. She went in the hospital that Thursday and she never returned home. Um, my mom had been on dialysis for three years, but we never expected that to happen. So in all of that going on, um, working on my doctorate, um, getting ready to prepare for a senior, my son's senior year, shifting my mind to realize my son is growing up. So we had all of that happen. So in the summer of 17, when my mom passed, and then I'm preparing my son for his senior year, I became overwhelmed because my mom, she, that was one of the things she was like, I can't wait to see my grands graduate. That would be my son and then my niece. They were gonna graduate that 2018. She lived for her grands. Um, she has a one girl grand and three boys. And now we have a great grand. If she was living, she would have a great grand. And so she lived for them. And in the midst of that, I kept working. I never got a chance to grieve. I never got a chance to um, to really just get myself together because I still was processing. I was to go to a conference in Atlanta, went to this conference in Atlanta in January the 24th, drove to Atlanta, didn't kind of think anything about it um, and was dealing with so much. I left my luggage at home. I had to go buy clothes. Y'all know how Atlanta was. It was just so much was going on. Come back, fast forward that school year. My son is a senior. We're going through the different things. I'm like, oh my God, my mama's not here. I still was grasp, trying to grasp that. My mom was not here. And so I, I don't know how I made it through his senior year. So we make it through his senior year. We do all those things and it hits me. Oh my God, my mama would not be at his graduation nor my niece's graduation. And I began to spiral out of control silently. I began to spiral out of control silently. Nobody was paying attention to what was going on with me. I was not getting out of bed. I was not eating correctly. I would eat some days, some days I wouldn't. Um, just couldn't function, just um, quit working on my doctorate, dropped out of University of Phoenix, said I didn't care because guess what? The day that my mom passed was the day that I was supposed to finish. I was supposed to finish up that day. Um, so when she passed, I dropped out. I finished to the course because they said if I didn't, I would get a bad grade. So the professor worked with me. And I finished that class, but I just said, after this class, I'm not doing it. And I didn't, I shut down completely. I, once my son graduated, I then began to deal with some mental issues. I remember on August the 20th, I remember the devil telling me loud and clear, said, take your life. God doesn't love you because if he loved you, you would have a husband. 
He took your mama unexpectedly. He would have had somebody here and now your son has left you. Listen to what the devil was saying. God doesn't love you. If he loved you, he would have had a husband here to console you. He would have had somebody here to, to be with you. He would have had someone to be here. So your mom is gone and now your son has left you to go to college. Listen to this. The devil was playing on situations. The devil said, go ahead and take your life. I began to just hear the devil talking. Nobody was here. The devil was using the, the fact of that I was a single person, was using that against me. The devil was using words against me and the devil began to play in my mind. Mind you, remember what I said. I am Reverend Edwina Perry. Let me stop here. Just because you're the preacher, the pastor, the evangelist, just because you are the uh, apostle, just because you work in the church, just because you do it does not mean you will not have issues or thoughts. That doesn't exempt you from having mental issues. Just because you're the prophet does not mean you will not have mental issues. And we sit in silence in church because we don't want anybody to know or we don't want to address it. So the devil began to, to talk to me on that August the 20th. My house was quiet. My mama wasn't calling the 5,000 times that she normally would call to just tell me something. Ontario wasn't here making noise or swinging golf clubs in the house or, or playing on the game or whatever. He wasn't here playing music. He wasn't here talking to his friend. So the devil thought, oh, I'm going to get her because then the devil tried to use my singleness. And so I began to say the blood, the blood, the blood. I began to shout out the blood and I began to call on his name. Still going to church, still smiling, still mastering, got the look together, got the eyelashes on, got the, the, the hair laid, got the clothes on. But watch this, I was so jacked up in the inside. And the problem is with some of us, we, we focus so much on the eyelashes, the manicure, the pedicure. We focus so much on the hair, the sew-in. We focus so much on the eyelashes. We focus so much on the makeup and, and is the lighting correctly? And is this correct? And we all just eating up in the inside and won't release and share with nobody that we are hurting. But I come tonight, we come to let the devil know and we come to tell the devil we will no longer suffer in silence. Listen to me. It does not matter if you are a preacher, a teacher, pastor, whatever. It does not matter that you work in ministry. It does not matter that you on the usher board. It does not matter. Mental health is real. So fast forwarding. Nobody knew what had happened. I told nobody. I told nobody what was going on. Fast forward. God says, New Year's Eve, and we had a worship service at, at my church. And I know this was nobody but God. Because let me tell you what happened. I was the worship leader. And I was uh, invoking the Holy Spirit. 
And God began to use me to tell my story. God began to share. To It was God because it wasn't Edwina because I'm very private and I don't tell my business. But God told me or God had me to share my story. I began to worship. I began to hear the chains break. I began to hear weight fall off of me. I began to hear just all kind of anxiety break off. I began to hear just different things breaking off me because I shared that night of what I was going through. Little did I know that I was going to have a female and a male to come to me after church and said, I was going home to take my life. I was going home to take my life after this, after I left church. I come to church to get a word, to tell God I can't do this no more. I've lost my job. My boyfriend walked out and left me. The man was like, my wife walked out and left me. I was, he said, I was going home to take my life. Let me tell you this. When you don't share your testimony, there's a difference between sharing your testimony and sharing your business. When you don't share your testimony of what you've gone through and this thing is real, you don't know who you upholding. You don't know who you could have prevented from taking their life. You don't know who you could have prevented that um to help somebody. So I come to tell you, it's a difference between telling your business and sharing a testimony. You don't need a pulpit to share your testimony. Ministry is beyond the walls of the brick and mortar of the church. Come on, y'all. We have got to open our mouths about this mental illness. So I could I fast forward going through it got worse. It seemed like the devil tried to get on because I had obeyed God. The devil tried to try to uh, destroy me. I got to a point where I couldn't drive. I got to a point that I felt like I was falling off the earth. I felt like I couldn't couldn't just drive and I was getting to a point where I can drive and I knew then because my job requires me to go to Columbia probably two to three times a month. It was taking me three hours from Greenville to Columbia because I was having to take the scenic route route because I couldn't drive on the interstate. Lord have mercy. I'm trying to help somebody. And that day, November 5th, 2019, I said, God, I can't do this no more. And the Lord says, I told you, but you didn't listen. The Lord says, you need to go see a psychiatrist and you need a therapist. Let me stop here. It is not a sin to go uh, see a therapist, psychologist or psychologist. We got it so twisted in the church that, oh, um, we just gonna pray about it. Well, I am one of the biggest prayer warriors, one of the true intercessors it, that could ever, that, that that could be. I've, I've been praying since I was probably five years old. Prayer will help, but God has anointed the minds of others to further their education. God has anointed the minds of others who have studied this. God, listen to what I'm saying. God has anointed the minds of people to treat us. So what I did, I went to my family doctor to get a referral, broke down in my family doctor's office. She said, I've been waiting on you. She said, because every time you come here, I knew you needed to go see somebody, but you kept suppressing it. She sent me, I went boldly. I went to my psychiatrist, and my psychiatrist assigned me a therapist. 
This is not the first time that I've had to go to a psychiatrist and a therapist. I am not ashamed to say it. This is not my first time. This is not my second time. But I had begun to get to a point where I was masking it. And I'm going to stop here. That's what's wrong with some of us. That's why some of us, our attitudes are the way they are. That's why some of us are, are the way we act the way we treat people. We got some mental issues going on that we need to go see someone. But we think because I dress it up, if I put on some nails, I put on some eyelashes, if I put on my makeup, if I put on the red bottoms, if I get the Louis Vuitton and carry it, then I'm okay. And all that is is a bunch of covered up mess, a bunch of covered up uh, uh, mental problems, a bunch of covered up instability. We'll dress stuff up and we will dress it up instead of addressing it. Lord have mercy. We will dress it up instead of addressing it. And we walking around here trying to, oh, nothing wrong with me. I don't need anybody. And we need some of us, I'm gonna go here. Some of us need three psychiatrists and five therapists because that's how jacked up we are. Some of us are dealing with some PTSD. We're dealing with some post-traumatic uh, syndrome. Uh, 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 we're dealing with some stuff. Uh, post-traumatic post-traumatic syndrome disorder. Some, some of us got some people hurt. It's not church hurt. Don't, don't lie on the church. It's not church hurt. It's people at, uh, people at church, people at work, people in your family, people on your job, people in your neighborhood, people in the community, it's people hurt. It's not church hurt. And we put all that on the church hurt. We know the church didn't. It was some ignorant person in the church that hurt you. And perhaps sometimes we need to step back and stop playing the victim. And some of us need to realize we're not the victim, but we the villain. Come on, somebody. And that's where a lot of some of our mental illness is because we live in denial. We dress things up and we don't want to address them. We walk around here, male and female. Oh, bro, I'm good. I'm this. And the bro, you not good and y'all wonder why our children act the way they act you wonder why your children are unstable and you wonder why your children disrespecting you where they see you not living the truth because you got some issues lord have mercy i'm trying to help somebody but i come to serve notice tonight that we're not gonna be there anymore so when i started seeing my therapist and when I start seeing my psychiatrist, because there's a difference. My psychiatrist, I'm going to go here because I'm going to deliver somebody. My psychiatrist prescribed me some medicine. Yeah, uh-huh. My, my psychiatrist gave me a prescription. My hormones were unbalanced. I was dealing with some things. Let me tell you what was going on. Let me tell you this, and we don't like to recognize this. I grieved my mama's death because I never had a chance to grieve. I grieved my son going to college. Let me talk about here. You can grieve when your children move out on, and they going to start their own life. You can grieve when your child move to go to start college. It does not mean that just because they going to college, just because they moving on, does not mean you won't grieve. You grieve them because it's a, uh, it's that motherly instinct, it's that fatherly father uh, instinct, it's that parenting, it's that love. And as the mother and the father, you love your child and you look back that oh my God, where has the 18 years gone? 
I grieved that and I never addressed it. Come on, y'all. And I was going to church worshiping. Oh, God, you love me. He is my strength. Sing it. He is my strength. And, and all of this, my strength like no other. And I was falling apart, masking it, as somebody said earlier. Masking what was going on because I wanted to live in denial. I'm going to go here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And some of us, we grieve in our divorces. Lord have mercy. Some of us, just because you divorced don't mean you didn't love that person at one point in time. And you grieve in a divorce, but you'll do all other things. You'll post all on social media. Oh, I'm living a single life. I'm living this life. Come on. I'm trying to help somebody. I'm living this. I'm living that. Let me tell you something. My psychiatrist and the therapist began to talk to me and they began to share things. Uh, they was like, what was something you was doing? I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna help somebody. What was some things that you were doing to mask it? I'm gonna tell you what I was doing. I was shopping. Oh, let me go shop. I can buy this. I don't have no husband. I ain't got to answer to nobody. My spending money was my therapy. I'm trying to help somebody. And some of us is we be truthful. Some of it is, some people's is eating Oreos. Some people is shopping when you know you don't need to be shopping. Some of it is gossiping on the phone. Some of it is got a nasty attitude. Some of our things is, it ain't always hooked on drugs. It ain't always hooked on alcohol. Come on, somebody. And some of us try to put, oh, well, I ain't hooked on no cocaine or I ain't hooked on no weed or I ain't hooked on no alcohol. You think that because you ain't hooked on that, you ain't hooked on something else. Well, some of us hooked on, you at the nail salon every week. Some of us hooked on, you got all this stuff going on and you masking it and you trying crying out for help lord have mercy you crying out for help so i have a psychiatrist and a therapist and i go see them regularly let me tell you this let me talk to the preachers the prophets evangelists the the the, uh, the apostles and all of y'all let me tell you this we definitely the ones in ministry we definitely need somebody to talk to because people constantly call us People constantly talk to us. People constantly share what's going on with them. And a lot of times we take on their problems. We take on what they're sharing. And, and I'm gonna be honest, a lot of times when you got a prophetic anointing because people think you're crazy, because people think that, oh, you, you just here you go saying something, here you go with a prophecy, they think you're crazy. So then you begin to internalize like, well, maybe I'm crazy. No, you're not. And I'm telling you, we have a prophetic anointing on your life. You truly need a therapist. And I'm so glad that my therapist and my psychologist, I'm so glad that they are believers. Because let me not leave that out. They are believers and they know who God is. So now that I've been treated, now that I've dealt with the grief, because let me tell you something, my son going to college was was more my problem than the grief of my mom you know why because it was my only child and some of us go through that if it's your only child your oldest child or your baby child or the middle child or the child we we don't acknowledge that and so i had to acknowledge that i'm at a whole different level a whole different head state um and, and, and a whole different uh scene in my life things don't bother me I don't carry around things. I don't. I, I don't carry things. I started back working on my dissertation. Let me tell you something. I should be finishing up. I've had two bumps in the road trying to get things finished. Not because of what I did, because of some things of other people. 
Back in the day, I would have been, oh my God, I would have been falling apart. I would have been breaking off. I would have been to, to, to just, I would have been, oh, just crying. But let me tell you what I did. I had my 32nd moment. I, I called a very dear friend. I called a very dear friend, let me tell you. And I said, I'm about to quit. I just had to get it out my system. And see, this is when you know you got a true tribe because a true tribe will check you. So the dear friend I call, they, that's my tribe. They checked me. Okay, you got it out your system. You said it. You're not gonna quit. It wasn't your fault. They, they, you got the paper trail that it wasn't your fault. It's just a setback. And when they said that, they said it was just a setback for a setup. I was like, oh my God. I begin to hear God minister to me. God said, not on your time, but my time. See, a lot of us dealing with some mental health issues and dealing with some mental things because we too busy trying to do things on our time and not God's time. And we trying to control everything. But the Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness of, and there is his. It's not ours. A lot of us dealing with some mental issues because we put it on ourselves. We trying to control the schedule. We trying to do this. We never submit our calendar. Come on, somebody. We don't submit our calendar to God. We find ourselves. Oh, I'm gonna do this, this, this. We go on vacation. I bet you some of you have already planned how you gonna do the social distancing at the at the Memorial Day cookout. How you gonna do this and who gonna eat here? Who gonna sit here? But have you asked God? Is that what you need to have? Have you asked God? Some of us deal with some mental issues and some mental health things. Some of some things that we put on ourselves because we too busy. We too busy trying to control God. <laughs> I'm trying to help somebody. And some things we need to release. Some things we need to surrender. Y'all know the old hymn that they that they sing in the church. I surrender all, all to thee I surrender. We, some of us need to sing that and, and sing it from the belly. Some of us need to sing that from our womb. I surrender all. And stop trying to control everything. See, that's some of our problem. And then some of us need some medicine and we won't get no medicine because we worried about what the church folks gonna say. But I come to serve notice. They don't supposed to know what's going on in your house anyway. Why are you out there telling your house business? Why are you on Facebook telling it? Why are you on Instagram telling it? Why are you tweeting it out? Come on, somebody. Why are you on YouTube talking about it? If God hadn't told you to share, then you shouldn't be sharing it. See, some of us need some medication because we got some chemical imbalances. Some of us need some medication because of it's just some things we've gone through, some post-traumatic syndrome disorder that we're dealing with. Some of us got some things that we need to handle. Some of us, come on, some of our mental issue is we need to forgive. Lord Jesus Christ, I'm trying to help somebody. Some of our mental health issues is we need to forgive. Stop holding the grudge. Stop walking around here, holding that junk in, killing yourself inside because you won't forgive. Some of us need to go check in somewhere and stop talking about, I ain't nothing wrong with me and it's everybody else. Well, you the common denominator. God almighty. Woo! Some of us are the common denominator of some things going on. It ain't everybody else. Lord God, I'm trying to help somebody. I'm trying to help somebody. Some of us are the common denominator and we'll put it on. Child, they made me mad on the choir. I'm getting off the choir. Child, that she made me mad at work. Mm, hold up now. Child, they made me mad at the nail salon. Child, they made me mad at the hair salon now. They made you mad at every, all these places. You're the common denominator. Whoo, you're the common denominator. 
So I come to tell you this. We need to check ourselves. <sighs> we need to check ourselves. And we need to start always playing the villain. Because some of our mental health issues, some of our mental health issues could be just, uh, just quickly just surrendering. Some of our mental health issues is stop holding grudge and go ahead and forgive. I know they hurt you. Lord have mercy. I've been through some hurt. You want to read? Go read my book, Fear to Freedom. Go read chapter six, Pieces to Wholeness. Uh-huh. Go read that signature chapter and you'll read about that. Some of us been through some things and some of us need to stop trying to control God. Oh, God. I got to pause right there. Whew. Some of us need to stop trying to control God. You're trying to control everything. And you're about to have a nervous breakdown. And before I pray, let me tell you another thing. The word no is a complete sentence. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. The word no is a complete sentence. I'm... I'm mm. We're just going to sit there. The word no is complete. That's a complete sentence. <sighs> I'm going to let that. I'm just going to sit there right. The word no is a complete sentence. Mm. Jesus Christ. So let me give you some scriptures. And I want you to go study these scriptures. The first scripture says... 1 Peter 5 and 7. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. 1 Peter 5 and 7. Mm. Casting all your anxieties. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. That's where all my scriptures will be coming from. Watch this. The other ones. Here we go. Matthew 6 and 34. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Oh. Mm. Mm. Let me read you the two scriptures God gave me. And I want you to go back and study these scriptures. And I want you to write these scriptures everywhere that you can see them at work, in your car, in your bathroom, in the closet, wherever you need to see them. Listen to this. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. 1 Peter 5 and 7. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. The second scripture that I want you to go and study for. Matthew 6, 34. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Those are the two scriptures. And I know most people are like, that's all. Those were the two scriptures that God gave me that y'all, that we need to study and we need to meditate. 
And we need to begin to just talk to God. So right now, I just need you to begin to surrender wherever you are. And I want you to just begin to just open up your mouth and release what you need to give up control. I want you to begin to open up your mouth and tell God, forgive me for trying to control you. Forgive me for trying to control everything. Forgive me for not giving my schedule to you. Forgive me for holding unforgiveness. Forgive me for holding grudges. Forgive me for walking around here broken. Forgive me, forgive me. I want you to begin to say that. I want you to begin to say that. I want you to begin to say that. I want you to begin to minister to yourself. I want you to begin to minister to yourself and invoke the Holy Spirit. I wherever you are, I want you to open up your mouth and I want you to cry out to God. And I want you to just be saying, all to thee I surrender. I surrender all. I surrender all, all to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all, I surrender all, I surrender all to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. Let us pray. Most gracious God, we come before you right now, Lord God. God, we lay at your feet right now, God. God, we come before you asking for forgiveness, asking you for when we needed to go to the doctor and we refused to go to the doctor, asking you to forgive us when we needed to go talk to a therapist, but we didn't go talk to the therapist, asking you for giving, forgiving us, Lord God, for being controlling things, Lord God, trying to control every move, every make, God. Forgive us for not inviting you in our schedule. Forgive us, forgive us for not even inviting you when we write things in our calendar. Forgive us for not saying no when you clearly told us to say no. Forgive us right now in the name of Jesus, God. God, we come right now. We apply the blood to every mind, God. God, we apply the blood to every mind. We apply the blood in the name of Jesus, God. God, right now, we call on your name, God. God, you are Jehovah Rapha. So you seek us right. We seek you right now in the name of Jesus, God. God, we come right now. We hear the chains breaking off, God. We breaking the generation of curses that we can't go talk to a therapist. We breaking the generation of curses that we can't go see a doctor. We breaking the generation curses that we can't go see a psychologist, God. God, you anointed them. You touched their minds. You equipped them when they went into school. So if you equipped them, you empowered them, God. God, we just have to pray for discernment that we go to the right therapist. We pray for discernment that we go to the right psychologist. We pray for discernment that we have found the right psychologist. In the name of Jesus, God, God, we come right now. 
No longer will we live here. No longer will we live shackled, worried about what somebody is still. No longer will we walk around with a mask. No longer will we walk around here and cover it up with makeup, eyelashes, fake nails, sewing. No longer will we cover it up in the name of Jesus, God. No longer will we cover it up with the $200 Jordans. No longer will we cover it up with the $500 rims, the $1,000 rims. No longer will we cover it up, God. God, we will seek you right now, Lord God. God, and I pray for everybody's mind right here in the name of Jesus, God. God, right now. God, we come before you, seeking you right now, Lord God. God, whatever somebody's need in their mental health, God. God, that they not be ashamed to go seek out for their health, God. God, we come right now, God. God, that you, that you are the great almighty. And if we seek your faces, seek your counsel, God, that you will guide us to the place that we need to go. You will guide us to the doctor that we need to go. God, we come right now. We seek you, God. We seek you right now, God. God, we apply the blood to the left side of the brain. We apply the blood to the right side of the brain. We apply the blood to the cerebellum, God. God, we apply the blood to every neuron in our mind. God, we apply the blood to every blood vessel in our mind. We apply the blood to every vein in our brain. We apply the blood to our heart, God. We apply the blood to our systems, Lord God. We apply the blood to our mind, Lord God, to our nervous system right now in the name of Jesus, God. God, we come before you right now, God. God, we thank you right now that you are Jehovah Rapha right now, God. God, you know that you are a healer, God. God, we know that you are a redeemer right now, Lord God. God, we know that you can come right now, Lord God. God, even though we go to the doctors, the doctors can treat us, but you can cure us. Lord, have mercy, God. God, the doctor can treat us, but you can cure us, God. God, no longer will we blame the church for hurt, God. No longer will we blame the job for hurt, God. God, it's not the job, it's the people right now. And when people hurt us, God, we need to seek you to ask how to deal with it, God. That we won't lash out. We won't cuss people out, God. In the name of Jesus. God, we thank you right now. We sit, we call on your name. No longer will we deal with grief. No longer will we allow the grief to overtake us. No longer will we walk around mad and jacked up in the inside and covered up in the inside. No longer, God. No longer will we say yes when we need to say no. No longer, God, when hiccups come in our life that we just get overwhelmed and we just shut down. God, right now, we pray that you will find our tribe, send our tribe, that when we do get in that spot, they'll help us and they'll get check us and they'll remind us that, that who we, who's we are and who we serve, God. God, send a tribe that will help that will help us in the name of Jesus, God. And God, that we don't have to fill our schedule up. That sometimes we just need to take a break. That we just need to sit with the family and watch a movie. That we just need to sit and play some Uno. That we just need them sit and play some Connect for God. God, we don't always have to fill our schedule up. We don't always have to be the busybody running around doing this. And God, in the name of Jesus, I hear your Holy Spirit. Sometimes we need to tell our kids no. We need to stop giving our kids so many options. Some of our kids in Girl Scout, Boy Scout, they in lacrosse on Monday, they in Girl Scout on Wednesday, then they go in the choir rehearsal, and then they're in the AAU. Sometimes we need to give our kids choices in the name of Jesus, God. 
beaten God right now in the name of Jesus. God, we got the girls and the cheerleader. Then they go into gymnastics. Then they got the tumbling and we ripping and running. We never sitting down as a family in the name of Jesus, God. And our mind just get overwhelmed. Our mind gets overwhelmed, God. And God, I cover every pastor, preacher, minister, apostle, evangelist on here right now, Lord God. God, we apply the blood to them. I pray over every ministry leader, every person that may be a part of a ministry, Lord God, that sometimes you just got to say no. Sometimes you got to say no. You got to listen to God. God, that we don't become burnout, become burnt out so much, so burnt out that we eat people up. We got an attitude. So in the name of Jesus right now, God, we come before you. We come before you, Lord God. God, we come before you. And we thank you right now, Lord God, that you sent your only begotten son because he was bruised for our iniquities, Lord God. Oh, God, he was bruised for us, Lord God. God, he hung on that cross and the crowns that they put on his head, God. God, it was for our headaches. It was for our mental state in the name of Jesus, God. God, we thank you right now. We thank you right now, Lord God. God, we just matter right now. And because he hung on the cross for us, God, and he hung up there and took the backlashes and the beating right now, Lord God, and the thorns that they put on his head, God, and the nails they put in his hand, and the nails they put in his feet, God. God, we thank you right now for sitting your only begotten son. We thank you right now, God. He hung up there for us so we can ask for forgiveness. There is nothing in our life that we've done that God can't forgive us. So God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. He will check it out. But God, we thank you right now that he died he died he laid in the tomb all day Friday he laid in the tomb all day Saturday but God he got up with all power and because he got up with all power in his hand I can go and ask him what I need I can seek his counsel for what I need I can seek him for the strength I need Lord God and I can seek him for the words and when I need to talk to my family to let them know I'm going through some depression I'm going through some mental things I'm having some anxiety attacks I'm going through some things so right now in the name of Jesus God we thank you for your only begotten son we thank you right now Lord God God and no weapon formed against us shall prosper and every tongue that rises up against us shall be condemned God God it's okay we, it's okay Lord God if we have to go to help it's okay right now if it's okay if we gotta get a get a vacation or a staycation lord god if we just tell our family we shutting it down no devices no anything god oh god so i thank you right now i thank you right now i thank you jesus oh god i thank you i thank you god I thank you, God. God, I thank you for hearing our prayer. Thank you for hearing our prayer, God. Thank you for turning your ear to us. So God, right now, in the name of Jesus, I break every anxiety attack. We dismantle it in the name of Jesus, God. We renounce it. We denounce it right now. We denounce the diabolical attack on the mind and on the health in the name of Jesus, God, because we apply the blood, the blood that streamed down from your son. So God, we thank you right now. We thank you right now, Lord God. We thank you right now, Lord God. 
God, we thank you and we anoint every doctor, every psychologist, every psychiatrist, every therapist, every mental counselor that somebody may go need to see God. We dispatch angels right now to those places. We dispatch angels that they are believers. We dispatch angels that they will talk the same language that, do, that we do. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God. God, we thank you right now. We dispatch, dispatch angels right now of peace, God. God, you said peace I bring to you, peace I leave with you. So God, we thank you right now. We thank you. We dispatch angels of peace. We thank you right now. We thank you right now. Oh, glory. We thank you right now. And it's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for this great opportunity, Father God. So, Father, I could just um, put your hand towards your phones, towards uh, Edwina. Prayer with me. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity that you've allowed my sister to come here and share her story, Father. We're not to share her story, but you said in your word that there's power when you share your story, that there's deliverance, healing, not just for those who are the hearers of, of the for her. Thank you for allowing her to reach even greater dimensions of healing, restoration, and um Newing and refreshing, Father God. I thank you that every time that she shares her story and every time that she even walks into a territory, Father, that she continues to be salt and light for you, Father. Thank you for equipping her that even through this process, Father God, that you have molded her and crafted her to be the great daughter that you have created her to be, Father. She's in her right time, in her right position, so that she can continue to be your mouthpiece and that as she speaks your word, as she shares your word, whether it be your, your teaching or preaching or even sharing a prophetic word, Father God, she is increasing the kingdom in the name of Jesus. And I ask and pray that you pour into her back everything that she's poured out today and not just today, but everything that she has poured out throughout this week, Father God. I ask a special prayer because I'm a little selfish, Father, and I ask that you... Um, Give, continue to give her divine downloads so that she can continue to create curriculums to edify, equip, and train others into the kingdom. And so that she is able to finish her dissertation by editing or whatever it is that she's in need of right now. You know the, the designs that are in the crevices of her hearts. I ask and pray that you do that a thousandfold just for her, Father, for coming up here and interceding and warming on behalf of those who are challenged with mental health and who have tonight identified, have heals, and have said, yes, I'm removing the mask and I'm going to seek help. No longer will they stay in isolation, but they will be shoulder to shoulder and shield to shield with like-minded individuals so that they continue to restore from within. It is in your name and I ask all these things. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank amen, you. Amen, amen. Oh my God, sis, I'm over here like, oh, uh, I was all, I couldn't even sit down for one position. I had to move around. I mean, you was, you was God. Let me Thank tell you. you. That's why when you asked me, you know, she was like, okay, you want me? Yeah, listen, I want it all. And you got the raw, 
the real and that's what i love about my sister and that's what i'm so grateful that god has given me the opportunity and the blessing to even have her in my life so again i wanted to um if you would like for her to um of course she will seek the lord and guidance on you know if any speaking engagements but if you would like to her to speak or to preach or teach or actually do a training because she is a trained and um, has many years of experience. She's created curriculum for many years in her church, um, Bible studies or any um, kingdom or biblical curriculum for her church and for other churches. If you want her to create those, um, if you want her to um, teach or train or speak, or um, or you want to do a book study with her and one of her, one of her two books that she has out there, by all means, you can reach my sister Oh, I had it already up there. Look, I'm going to reach her through www.divineandgodministries.com or divineandgodministries at gmail.com. And also she's on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. And come on now, you can catch her with hashtag there is a word podcast. Again, a thousandfold blessings to you, sis. Um, this ain't going to be the last time. <laughs> That's all I got to say. This is not going to be the last time that we're going to have you here. Um, God is working on something. And and I feel, um, and you touched a lot about it today, and I won't be here before you long, but I feel that um, uh, we, have, um, we have to take the mask off and really have like a real panel conversation about what's really going on, you know, from, from singleness to what's going on in the bedroom and married, you know, and marriages, you know, uh, the, you know, taboo stuff, mental health, taboo things that the church um, tries to steer away from. But those are the things that people really need tangible evidence that God is in that and that we need to put God in that so that the world can stop glorifying how they do things and, and, and they can stop mocking us because we wear a mask or we um, live inside the four walls not, and not out. And that's um, physically in the building and physically in our bodies. Yes. Talking about, right? Yes. So yeah, so definitely. So thank you so much for being real, for being authentic and for always being, you know, like your loyalty, you, you, your loyal friend. However, at the end of the day, your loyalty is to God. And I thank you for that, for living and walking that out. I oh, love you. I yeah, so chicas, I'm telling y'all, I told you there was a word, the word was broken, and we sealed it with prayer. So I'm looking forward to hearing the testimonies and the experiences and what has brought to you, because that's what we want to also um, experience so that we can share it with others. Because just like she did, her testimony, it um, brought deliverance to others tonight. It also brings uh, levels of, you know, it's like an onion. You continue to peel this. It's a journey restoring from within, just like your walk with Christ. It's a journey, but the more you share it, the more you heal and you restore, or you empower others to do the same. So we love to hear from you. You can um, visit us at www.restorationfromwithin.com or like and share um, the broadcast today. I'm super excited. Don't don't keep it to yourself. Whenever you find something good, don't ever keep it to yourself. The best gift of, of giving is sharing, and not just share it, but tell them what impact did you have or what was your one takeaway so that they can know that this was you know some tangible evidence because they've seen your walk and if it's made an improvement in you it's surely going to make an improvement in their lives we 
life and have an amazing evening. Any last words, sis? Oh, thank y'all so much. Thank y'all, Restoration Within. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, self-care. If you need some self-care, get some soap from her. Some oh. of that uh, tea light. What is it? The, 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 the tree. tea tree. Yeah, tea tree of life. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, self-care. I promise you. And get her book. Her book will get you in check. Oh, thank you, sir. You in check. I'm telling you, that book. You everybody need every pastor preacher. If I had enough money, I would buy every pastor and preacher that I am in contact. I would buy that book for them and to give them that book that it teaches you about uh, your temple. So you know, yeah. I love. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love you. And, Pray blessings over your ministry and blessings over everybody that's watching and catching the replay. Yeah, definitely. So here it is. Catch us. Um, well, we'll hopefully we'll be here next. Yes, we do. We will have an amazing guest as well. And it's um, love it because um, we're going to be talking to my counselor, the one that I seek counseling from, um, that I seek uh, therapy as well. And, um, and she's uh, a believer. She's a kingdom minded individual. So um, you see how everything comes into place? How mm -hmm. I don't understand none of this. <laughs> like, okay, this person needs to come and pray. You know, I didn't know that Edwina was going to share her testimony. None of that. I didn't know. I know she was going to pray, but I knew that there was a word. And see, um, every, every um, temple talk that we've had has had to do with that, but God has orchestrated. So when God takes the time to do something, that means that regardless of what your world is telling you, who you are, what you are, and who do you, you don't have. I'm here to tell you that God loves you. There's nothing you can do about that. And he is right there with you. You just have to step out and reach out for him and reach out and seek help from others as well. Isolation is the devil's playground, y'all. All right. Yeah. So again, with this is my third closing, right? <laughs> I love y'all. Y'all have a great evening. And I love you to life. Remember to always continue your journey so that you can restore from within and live the optimal healthy life that God has created you to be so you can walk fully and totally in optimal health in your purpose and destiny. We love you to life.